A recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, your neighborhood store. Why fight the lines at the big box chains when Little General Convenience Stores has what you need? Selling only the best quality brands like Gorelick Farms, Boston Salads, Prepared Foods, KM, and Purdue. Little General also sells lottery, tobacco products, and yes, of course, your stop for your daily newspapers. Weekly specials change every Monday, so check online at littlegeneral.com for this week's specials. Plus, LowGeneral.com is the place to go for the delicious recipes you heard here on A Recipe for a Good Day with Chef Gary. So whether you're picking up food or products for your home or if you're looking for food or coffee on the go, shop your neighborhood store. Little General Convenience Stores, open eight days a week. Recipe for a Good Day Wednesday. Chef Gary McLaughlin in studio. Brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores. You know it as your convenience store with more than maybe one in your neighborhood. And it is your weekly food destination with Chef Gary McLaughlin and myself. Good morning, Chef Gary. Hello, Dolly. I mean, Jeff. <laughs> hey, I've been called worse. There you go. Just yesterday, in fact. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a very uh, big weekend ahead as a yes. 4th of July celebration is getting ready to kick off. we got some nice items for the grill this week at yes. General Stores. And uh, now, uh, uh, correct me, July 4th officially is Monday. Correct, Mundo. Yes. yes uh, when Socket holds their fireworks celebration and music event on the 3rd. Right. And that, that'll that be uh, good weather, actually. Oh, good. We have a bump Saturday ahead and a lot of rain, but that just allows people to get their shopping done and get ready for Correct. the Sunday and Correct. the Monday, which both look tremendous for weather. Yes. If you like sunny skies, low humidity, and comfortable air. Speedo weather. It, it is. It's <laughs> going to be gorgeous this weekend. Once we're through Saturday, and we got a real nice week leading up to it. So we have some nice uh, deals for you once again. Low General Convenience Stores meeting the need of the public and some great uh, sale items for you, both in the kitchen and out on the grill this week. And uh, we're going to feature some um, some uh, a new dessert today we haven't talked about. Uh-oh. Yes, yes. Uh, due to uh, some uh, great sale at the Cat Sanctuary. Oh, nice. Spend some time on the floor going through their cookbooks and at 75% off, grabbed everything I wanted. There you go. And, uh, of course, now that they're they're closed for the summer, Gary, yeah. there's one in my mind I wish I bought. What, what was that? <laughs> it, was, it may have been a duplicate, but I got this uh, great uh, Philadelphia cream cheese cookbook. And wow. There, and there were two of them, and now I'm wondering if the second one had more dips in it. Gotcha. And, okay, uh, but don't worry. I'll get it. I'll get it in the fall. You, you know, uh, uh, the cream cheese. I use that as one of the ingredients to our own baked stuffed chicken. Oh, okay. And I stuff it with rice peel off, and the cream cheese. There's uh, there's so much I was reading in here that you can use cream oh, cheese for. It, it's a wonderful binder, and that flavor that you have because it does melt a little, and you bite into this chicken dish. Oh, it's better than. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Gary. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna actually do a cheesecake later on. 
Oh, nice. Using Philadelphia. We're going nice. to give you some great uh, cheesecake tips. Uh, we're going to give you a nice, uh, refreshing, cool Jello treat for you to enjoy for nice. desserts as well. Nice. And we're going to talk about uh, chicken. We're going to talk about kebabs. And you'll find out, yes, indeed, they're both on the sale list yes. at Lord General Convenience Stores. And uh, we have a few other surprises on this program as well for both Gary and the audience. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Well, sometimes I don't always go over the full menu with uh, with Gary yes. uh, beforehand, so therefore it's officially a surprise. Um, but it is your, your recipe for a good day. Uh, we start out usually with a shout-out yep. uh, for, uh, for a group of people in the area. And, uh, boy, it is declaration period, win, lose, or draw, Gary. you got to shout out all those folks who... Put their names on the line. Put their uh, their 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 lives into the public forum to even uh, take a chance to run to represent uh, people of this community. You know, I I, I agree with you in spirit, but uh, the that political world is changed so much that to find that one person that will rise above the rest and really do an honest, good job is getting tougher and tougher to find. But if you don't throw your hat in, then you just never know. You just never know. You just never know. And so congratulations to those who have yes. uh, There's one more day today. Are you going to put your name in? Uh, not this year. Not this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you'll hold off. Uh, you know, I've always thought about that. But I just don't know. Uh, I, I never think about it. No. <laughs> I see what they go through too much yeah. here at the radio station. <laughs> I don't want to go through that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm appreciative to all those who uh, who do uh, put their names in the Yes. So and, you know, you. and over the years, especially uh, on the local level uh, uh, and, you know, our local state, uh, our representatives of wonderful, wonderful people. It's going to be exciting, so I'm going to shout out to the uh, candidates who have stepped forward at their local board of canvassers okay. uh, to uh, to put in their, uh, their names into the arena for the upcoming cycle. Do you have anything else you want to add to the shout-outs? Uh, that is it. That, that's a lot of people to shout out that to. That is a lot of people. So, to them, we wish you well, and it wouldn't be a shout-out until you hear Woo! 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 Now, I will say this is very important. You know, that woo comes from my dear friend, Mr. Ric Flair. Yes. Where I know him very well. Great man. And he's having one last match again at the end of July, July 31st, I believe. And I will have full details on uh, his uh, match uh, after the uh, program, I wonder who they're uh, they're going to put them up against. I, I have old timer. I I have an idea, yeah. but uh, it has not been confirmed yet. Oh boy! Yes, bringing Hogan back for one more. No, I don't think so no. because Mister Hogan is not doing well himself. Oh, oh I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, I'm gonna put out a name, and some people might know him. Some people probably won't know him. Uh, I I've been hearing in the background. Ricky Morton. Oh, okay. He was part of the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, sure. His son they is, go back. His son is wrestling. And I got a feeling this might be a tag match. You got to put somebody in there's going to take good care of Rick in the ring. That's for Correct. sure. Correct. Uh, I shared a men's room with him once. <laughs> had, a great, had a great conversation <laughs> with him. In, you uh, never know what you're going to hear on this show. In, in Providence, Rhode Island. And uh, he came right up there at the urinal next to me. And I said, hey, champ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the little guy. Yep. The little guy. Not very yep. big. But uh, was a, we had a nice chat.
said he didn't want to go back out being Ric Flair, so Wait. he was just you know waiting for his transportation to arrive at this particular hotel. I just stopped at the hotel to use the bathroom, and then there he was in the in the uh, in the men's room. So we chatted by the sinks for a few minutes. Very nice, uh, and a very nice conversation. Nice with the sixteen-time world champion. Sixteen time, and I hope nobody breaks that record. Me too. Uh, so, Chef Gary, we got some great deals. And speaking of breaking records, Little General is just breaking price records as they uh, continue to out uh, outmaneuver some of the big box chains and providing some great deals on meats, especially right now. Don't know how they continue to do it, along with the suppliers, but we're all glad they do. Yes. It's time to find out what's on sale at Little General Stores everywhere. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, Roger works so hard. He's so dedicated to the customer, uh, and he's trying to put out the best value he can. So, with that, our first item is the boneless New York sirloin steaks. $5.99 a pound, folks. They're great quality. You can do anything with these steaks. Grill them. Fry them. Uh, cut them up into stew. You, there's so many uses for the steak. And let me tell you, the marbling is very good. And uh, our meat cutter, our dear friend Larry... Uh, he just does a wonderful job with the production and the cutting of the meats. Uh, we also have at $5.99 a pound beef kebabs. Uh, again, already done for you. Uh, some, uh, uh, all beef and some, uh, uh, beef and vegetable. Uh, but $5.99 a pound, you can't beat the price. And how about Jeff? Chicken leg quarters. 99 cents a pound. You know, folks, the value is there, and there's so many things that chicken leg quarters you can do with. I mean, over the uh, years with the show, we've mentioned grilling chicken, frying chicken, chicken, uh, taking that chicken, putting it in boiling water, and making a chicken stock, making chicken salad, chicken soup. There are so many uses for that, uh, and it's so versatile. Uh, it's just a great thing, and it's still $0.99 cents a pound. And by the way, folks, uh, Hamburg patties, uh, this time of year we have them available, ready to go in a meat case. And uh, we we still make the patties to order, whatever you may want. So please come down and indulge in that. Uh, also, uh, Jeff, our dear friends from Homo Brothers, Skin. I love Hummel Brothers. Uh, I have the T-shirt to prove it. Yes. Oh, you look great. Thank you. You look great. Uh, it's 1933, you know. There you go. It says it on the shirt. Wow. That's since they've been in operation? Yes. yes. Uh, skinless hot dogs, five ninety nine a pound. Great for the grill. Great to boil. Great to fry. I'm telling you, they have, their product line is one of the best I've ever ever seen. And I deal with a lot of different lines. They're outstanding. They really, really are. Uh, dear friends at Boston Salads uh, this week, German potato salad, and it's gluten-free, folks. Gluten-free. $4.99 a pound. Uh, it's just outstanding. Just outstanding. I mean, it's a nice side dish, and it's a little different flavor uh, with that. Uh, it's not your typical mayonnaise or... Uh, uh, oil, it's like a vinaigrette and it's, uh, it has uh, diced 
pimentos. It's a, it's, a, it's a really great salad. It really, really is. And also, I forgot to mention from our dear friends at Hummel Brothers, ham off the bone. This ham off the bone is our lowest sodium ham available at the store. So you're getting healthy alternative, a healthy alternative, great flavor, and it's a great price, six ninety nine a pound. So we have that, and we also have, you know, uh, this time of year, ice cream. Eddie's a uh, new line for us, five ninety nine for a forty eight ounce container. Uh, so. That's a good price. Box chains are typically going to have that in the seven ninety nine range. Yes. Uh, and it is a very good, smooth ice cream. Yes. And I must say, starting July 1st, July is National Ice Cream Month. Oh, well, that yes. should be all year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so something to look forward to. But we have that brand, but we have so many other brands there. Uh, and uh, the last thing I want to mention is... Uh, uh, Antibiotic-free uh, Purdue carving turkey breast, seven ninety nine a pound. Can't beat it. So those are some of the great uh, meat deals. Of course, just in time for 4th of July weekend. Yes. It's going to be beautiful Sunday and Monday. You're probably going to want to fire up the grill. Skinless hot dogs. That's easy enough to cook on the grill. Just keep, oh. just keep turning them. Exactly. You can't and go wrong. You know, uh, you know, another great side with that German potato salad would be... Uh, Mrs. Pettit's baked bean, our own baked beans. They uh, they were book, uh, cooked yesterday, and they smell wonderful. And uh, we go through a ton, and just another uh, wonderful item we sell at the Little Drone. Store. Keep in mind for your Fourth of July needs: hamburg patties, freshly made. So that'll save you a lot of time as Correct. you're both hosting and trying to provide meals. Here's a recipe for you: you take one of those hamburg patties. Yes. You put a piece of cheese on it. You got yourself a cheeseburger. Wow, Jeff. Yeah, you know, they, you have gone, uh, you have come such a long way. There you go. Absolutely amazing. Here to help. Well, we're going to talk about those beef kebabs in a little bit. What do you want to pair with that? We'll give you some ideas. We'll give you a nice, easy recipe for those chicken leg quarters as well. Something a little bit different. As far as the boneless New York sirloin steak, again, great for the grill. Less is more. Some salt, pepper. Keep it simple. You'll have yourself a delicious New York sirloin steak right there on the grill. We have a long way to go here on a recipe for a good day and a lot of ground to cover. We're going to thank our sponsors, Little General Convenience Store. Recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores with six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. Two-in-one socket, Manville Road and Cumberland Hill Road. Great Road, North Smithfield. Front Street in Lincoln. Chapel Street in Boroughville. And Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grab and go meals perfectly prepared for you. Whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course, delicious deli items from top-of-the-line lunch meats to top-of-the-line steak and chicken products. Oh, and of course, always fresh ground Hamburg. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com. Your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every day, including today. Proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day, Little General Convenience Stores. Little 
cheese. I had a cheese. <laughs> I had a burger last night at home. Yes. But I did not use ground beef. What did you use? Ground chicken. And? It was delicious. The first time I did that with the ground chicken, as you know, I've been making meatballs and yes. experimenting a little yes. bit with ground chicken. And uh, last night it was ground chicken burgers. Yeah. Uh, so I did some research, looked at various recipes. Okay. And I thought we would share with the audience if oh, you nice. make a, a chicken burger. Yeah, and it's so much healthier for you. It's a healthy alternative. The thing that concerned me was some of the, the is, is having, of course, a, a bun for the burger. And you're, but you're also, one thing, two things that were in common with various ground chicken burger recipes. One was the use of breadcrumbs and two, the use of some sort of mayonnaise product. Oh, okay. It was, it was, it seemed to be common across the board. Okay. Um, so yesterday I had a pound of ground chicken. And again, just looking at health, healthier alternatives. Uh, so for one thing in common, well, the breadcrumbs. Now you can, use, if you're going to use your own seasonings, maybe you want to add oregano and things like that. You can use your plain breadcrumbs. Um, I use the Italian breadcrumbs. Nice. Nice. So I already had some of those seasonings in there. Uh, if you've got a pound of ground chicken, about a half a cup of breadcrumbs into that. So you're adding okay. breadcrumbs and so if you if you're uh, watching your bread count. That's that's a lot of bread. It, it does seem a lot of bread. Yeah. But that was the recipe. I didn't yeah. experiment and alter it. I just went with what I was reading. Okay. And then two tablespoons of mayonnaise or some mayonnaise okay. uh, derived product. Uh we didn't use straight mayonnaise. Dina had bought this uh I guess for your burgers they call it secret sauce. It's got an orange tinge to okay, it. It okay. looked like it had some relish mixed in there and some other things. But it was a mayonnaise-based product. Okay. So it met the need of the recipe. Sure. Again, to help things bind up. So uh, those three items you're going to mix into a bowl. Now the world is yours, as they say. Uh, you can. I would dice it up finely, but you, get, you can dice up some onions. You can dice up some peppers. You can... Dice up mushroom. Whatever you wanted to add into that mix is the good time to put it into the bowl, right. and uh, and then form your patties. And it does form nice and easy, uh, much like Hamburg. Once you get that mixture, it's a little loose until you you use the breadcrumbs and yes. mayonnaise. Um, but, uh, once you get that in there, it forms nice and easy. Um, like, and you're going to mix it probably a little more than you would handle the normal hamburg. Okay. As we used to say with the hamburg, you're not making meatloaf, you're making a burger. Correct. Um, but with the chicken and mixing in the breadcrumbs and the mayonnaise and whatever other, I think I used some garlic powder in mine. Okay. But you could, uh, mince some garlic cloves. Right. If you right. want to use fresh garlic in there as well. And then we mix that on the bowl and we went over to the frying pan, but you can use a frying pan. You can use your grill. You can use your air fryer, as we talked about nice. uh, not so long ago. Um, but I used the frying pan with just a little bit. I wasn't sure how it would stick. So I just put a little bit of olive oil in the pan, get it warm, and just gave it a yep. coating. Uh, and they cooked quicker than the ground beef burger. Yeah, I, I can see that, yes. Uh, that's for sure. Um, but when it was done, I topped it with some provolone cheese. Nice. And uh, we both were delighted at how tasty... Oh. Uh, the was it juicy? Were, it was juicy. Um, the big question about uh, your chicken, uh, I think the mayonnaise helps uh, a little bit of that with, with the juices, is uh, everything I read says uh, very easy to overcook. Correct. Okay, I can see that, yes. Very easy to overcook. You but did no pressing on the... On no, the, no, no, no pressing. pressing. Very good. Uh, only pressing I did was in the formation of the patties. Correct. Okay. I typically use a small dinner plate 
uh, a small side dish plate and just press it down because I like to get them nice, even, and flat. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. But outside of the pressing of the patties, not during the cooking. Uh, there was plenty of juice, nice flavor, nice. Um, and not a lot of grease. As opposed oh, correct, to correct. as opposed to a hamburger, uh, very delicious alternative. I would recommend you try it. Uh, ground chicken burgers. You can of course uh, pick up ground chicken in most stores, yep. and you can almost substitute with a slight variant. As we said here, we're using breadcrumbs in this burger. Uh, you don't use breadcrumbs in a beef burger. Right. But, of course, remember, Hamburg patties are freshly made in every store and ready for you this 4th of July weekend. But if you're looking for something a little healthier with less cholesterol, although you get the yin and the yang with the breadcrumbs right. and the bun, uh, I strongly recommend don't shy away from the chicken burger. Very, very good, Very Jeff. delicious last night. Wow. Uh, unfortunately, we only had a pound. Yes. Uh, there was a third patty. There was. It was a little smaller. Yes. But unfortunately, when my back was turned, my little snuggle bear, Baxter, uh, somehow for a corgi, he gets up to the counter. I don't know how he does it. And he ate your leftover chicken patty that I really wanted to bring in for you today, yeah, Gary. You know, uh, so a very rare occasion, I, I struck out no leftovers for I, you. I hope I don't meet Baxter in the <laughs> backyard alley. <laughs> he, did. He, did. He, he left the bun. I bet he did. But he got the chicken uh, burger patty. Well, I'm glad he's eating healthier, too. Yes, he did. Nice shine news for him. Um, but hey, hey, give it a try. I did, and I'm glad I glad I did. There you go. Um, and Good. I recommend it. Good. Uh, we're going to talk about those beef kebabs. They're on sale, five ninety nine a pound. Now these come already skewered. Yes. And by the way, as we were talking about dogs, there are things to be careful of Fourth of July. And one of the dangerous things to leave around is a kebab. Once you are done with it, yes, the, it's got a lot of flavor, a lot of scent to it, and but it will also splinter. The dogs will chew it; they'll eat it. Correct. You could cause major digestive problems. So, if you are using kebabs, just to keep our pets uh, safe and sound, make sure they're being discarded properly and not just laying around the, either the yard or the tables because the dogs will go for those kebab sticks. Exactly. exactly. Um, but these beef kebabs are are, are beef only on the stick. Yeah, and we have uh, we did make some uh, with uh, vegetables too. Okay, so they do have some on the skewer already with vegetables, so you yes. don't have to uh, take them apart and rebuild right. them. Uh, we thought we'd take a look, though. In cooking the kebab we've talked about, it's going to cook on the grill. Now, we, we also asked you about these in the past. When kebabs come pre-made like this, we've talked about soaking the skewers before yes. they hit the grill. Um, is this something that should be dismantled? Uh, what are we doing about those wooden kebab sticks when they're already pre-made? Well, what I would do, I would actually put them, soak them made the way they are in a marinade the marinade will absorb into the wood but once you put it on the grill it will only start uh, uh, cooking off, smoking yeah. and cooking off so I would do it that way now you're not you don't have to take the time to take them apart you don't have to soak them in water and you're getting the flavor you're still maintaining the flavor. And I apologize to the RISPCA. Essentially, you're killing two birds with one stone. 
so to speak. Yes. <laughs> but we're talking beef kebabs. Um, some side dishes you might consider that are easy to whip together uh, to go with those beef kebabs, if that's going to be one of your entrees at your 4th of July cookout, risotto. Oh, nice. Yes. There's a suggestion to go with your kebabs. It's a great side dish for really any type of kebab and very easy to make. You can even get risotto mixes on the market for some faster preparation. And uh, recommend, recommended for the risotto to go with the kebabs is uh, perhaps some mushroom or brown rice risottos. Oh, nice. Coconut rice. We've talked about coconut rice before. Yes, we have. And one of the uh, great things about coconut rice, it's so easy to do. You're just going to boil the rice as you normally would, but you're going to boil your regular rice in some coconut milk, and it'll give you a nice cold. The great thing about using uh, coconut milk to boil the rice in the water is that it'll also be very good cold, they say. Coconut rice is one of the better cold yes. rices yes. Uh, to enjoy. Uh, you can go with a yogurt or a cucumber dip. Uh, adding some fresh yogurt and cucumber dip sauce to your kebabs will offer an enhanced taste through an interesting experience. And you can add as much cucumber as you want to your yogurt dip in order to give it that Mediterranean flavor you do love. As far as any seasonings, just, hey, you can't go wrong with some salt and pepper Exactly uh, with that. Corn on the cob goes great with those beef kebabs of course corn in the cob Wonderful. goes great with just about anything and that you, you know you can do you can boil them but you can put them on the grill too the question is though if you're boiling gary to sugar the water or not to sugar the water well i gotta tell you when i boil them i put uh, they're clean and then i put in milk salt milk in your water milk in my water milk salt and butter Oh, no sugar there. No sugar. Salted or unsalted butter? Oh, salted. Salted, yeah, yeah, to go with the corn. But you can use unsalted. Oh, very yeah. interesting. A little vegetable salad can go good on the side of the kebabs as well as potato salad. And keep yes. in mind, German potato salad by Boston Salads. Gluten-free, by the way. Yes. On sale for four ninety nine a pound at all those general yes. locations. And I must say, I have to add, at our location at Cumberland Hill Road, we have this wonderful cucumber and tomato salad. Uh, in a light dressing, oil and so forth. Cucumbers, tomatoes, celery, onion, peppers, mix, spices, and you're done. And you know why those tomatoes are red on that salad? Oh, uh, why? They saw the salad dressing. Ah. Yeah, blush. <laughs> uh, you can either have yourself some uh, grilled veggies, of course, go well. But in some of the kebabs, as Gary yes. said, they have vegetables. Yes. On the, and, of course, onion goes great. Uh, on a kebab. Oh, onion, mushrooms, squash, outstanding. Sweet potatoes are a great side dish to your beef kebabs. They come in on, uh, I looked at a few lists, and they seem to always be top ten. Yes. Uh, and, of course, you can either do a baked potato with the sweet potato. Correct. Uh, you, can, you can mash the sweet potatoes. You can do sweet potato fries. And you can also add some caramelized onions to yes. your sweet potatoes. And if you're ambitious enough and you have a little time, sweet potato pie. Sweet potato pie. Oh, my. If you're ambitious enough. Yes. <laughs> we hope you are because we got a lot of things to cook. Pickles. It's a simple thing. Deep fried. But they go great with beef kebabs. Yes. And it's funny, Jeff, you should mention pickles. Because, did you know, Jeff? Yeah. I'm, I'm letting one out. I'm okay. letting one out. Did you know, Jeff? In July, it's National Pickle 
month. I did not know they yes. had their own month. Yes. Congratulations <laughs> to the pickle. Yes. Um, and that did you know is an illusion that uh, we will be giving away a $10, a $5, excuse me, little general gift card uh, coming up in a, in a very short while with his did you know facts. Um, so raw veggies, uh, coleslaw salad. Uh, we have uh, mushrooms we've talked about. And, uh, and of course, broccoli, onions. But here's one that you might not think of, but it goes terrific is baked cauliflower with your uh, kebabs. You know, I got to tell you, as I'm getting older, my, my, my tastes have changed. And I got to tell you, uh, I'm enjoying cauliflower more and more. And that sounds wonderful. Grilled cauliflower? You can grill the cauliflower. Uh, you can bake it in the oven, but it's easy to season. Salt, pepper, a little oregano. You're good to go. Uh, cauliflower goes well with a cheese topping as well. Correct. If you have your broccoli and cheese, try Correct. yourself some cauliflower and cheese. Uh, and uh, there's one recipe I saw that actually broke up the cauliflower and mixed it into their macaroni and cheese. Nice. That seemed interesting. Uh, so those are some of the great things that you can uh, bring in uh, to go on the side of, and of course, asparagus. Yes. Uh, asparagus goes you know, well with the kebabs. If you think about it, in the summertime, you can eat hearty, but you can eat healthy. You know, uh, mentioning the stuff we've mentioned, the cauliflower, asparagus, the sweet potato, uh, grilling techniques. Uh, it's just amazing the amount of flavors we can harvest and get and enjoy in the summertime. Harvest is in the fall, by the way. Wow, it's just a word, <laughs> sir. Thank you. <laughs> it is a recipe for a good day, all brought to you by Low General Convenience Stores. And we will be giving away a $5 Low General gift card coming up here in just a few moments. Uh, it could be now, but it's not. We're going to hit a commercial break, and we're going to return here in a moment. Oh, fully. I forgot to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. How do I go shopping now? What's on sale this week? I don't know what to feed Funky the Monkey. Well, Anna Marie, we have you covered all at littlegeneral.com. That's where you can find out what's on sale this week at all Little General locations and now can listen to past editions of Recipe for a Good Day. Just go to littlegeneral.com. You'll see the tab for the weekly flyer. Click that. You'll see the specials this week at all Little General locations. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. So if you miss a show or are unable to write down a recipe, now you can go listen and Anytime, at your time, at littlegeneral.com. Not so many years ago, tomato soup and cream of tomato were unusual dishes, enjoyed very much, but not very often. Today, of all the soups in the world, tomato soup is the one most often served. Not because women have taken to making tomato soup frequently, no, on the contrary, few housewives ever attempted anymore. There's just one reason for tomato soup's popularity, and it is this. The magic, matchless flavor of Campbell's tomato soup. There's a lively verve, a dashing zest about this flavor that people take to at once and come back to and enjoy again and again. The first racy taste of it has a way of arousing a desire to eat, and yet there's a pleasant feeling of satisfaction when the last spoonful is gone. So this soup is a happy choice for the main dish at lunchtime or at supper, and it also is a fine way to start today's main meal. Serve it sometimes, too, as cream of tomatoes, made with milk instead of water. You can always be sure that it will be received with pleasure. Because this, of all soups, 
is the one people like to have most often. Campbell's tomato soup. Campbell's tomato soup. soup. Wow, wow, wow. Jeff, you, you, you. Get to the book. Amazed me week after week after week. Folks, here I am sitting in the studio listening to this new commercial about Campbell's soup. Well, it's actually from the 50s. Yeah, yes. Well, yes, I'm sorry. But I knew to the, <laughs> show. the show. New to the show. And it's from the 50s. But he also has in front of me. A cover of the Campbell's Soup recipe book. Yeah, I found three of these at the Cat Sanctuary this week. Amazing. I was very excited, you know, and what they are is they're cookbooks, um, but they utilize various soaps for seasoning. Yes, yes. And it doesn't have to be difficult in your kitchen. By the way, little general convenience stores, you can find Campbell's Soup products. Correct. Uh, this particular one, as you heard in the commercial, for tomato soup, utilizes tomato soup, but we're also going to utilize those chicken leg quarters on sale for 99 oh, cents a pound. that sounds great. And these are handsome quarters with oh, nice they're, skin. They're great, great size, wonderful. Uh, they're perfect for the family. So what we're going to give you is shortcut barbecued chicken. And uh, this is going to utilize Campbell's Condensed Tomato Soup. Uh, One 10-ounce can. Here's your ingredients. One 10-ounce can of Campbell's Condensed Tomato Soup. Two tablespoons of honey, which is available at Little General Stores. Local honey, by the way. Yes. Uh, One teaspoon of dry mustard. Nice. A half teaspoon of onion powder. And two pounds of chicken leg quarters. And uh, some uh, fresh parsley for garnish. It's very simple. Get yourself out a nice bowl, your mixing bowl of preference. Sure. Um, I have uh, my favorite mixing bowl at home, and then I have my lesser bowls I sure. like. But I got sure. my favorite one. I don't know why it's my favorite one, but it is my favorite one. <laughs> Dina asked me, well, why Why not you just use this one? Because it's not my favorite one. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's simple. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, again, this calls for two pounds. That's just 99 cents a pound. So you can see this is a very low-cost but tasty meal here ahead of you. Combine in that condensed tomato soup, that two tablespoons of honey, the one teaspoon of dry mustard, and that half teaspoon of onion powder and mix that into the bowl. Simply arrange your chicken. Uh, we're going to go bone side up here, as they Correct. call for on the rack, in the uh, if you're going to use a broiler pan. But I suppose you could take it out and use it on the grill as well. And you're going to brush the chicken with this soup mixture. Uh, and you're going to broil six inches from the heat, roughly 30 minutes or until no longer pink. And your juices are running clear. Turn it only once, but brush often with this soup mixture during the cooking process. Now, uh, if you're going to cook on the grill, chances are some of this is going to burn off and, and flake off. So you may want to get the chicken going a little bit more on the front end versus your broiler. And then brush it uh, generously during yes. the final minutes of the cooking process. Uh, there's nothing in the mixture that needs to um, get the bad things out due to heat. Right. So it can be applied late. But uh, the brushing of the soup mixture during the broiler should be early and often. Again, you're only going to flip it once as you are on the grill. And even on the grill, if you're going to place this, Gary, are you grilling this chicken uh, bone side up first or bone side down, in your opinion? Well, 
I would at this point I would do bone side down because your flame is down. Okay. On your boiler, it's above you. Yeah. So you want to reverse the process. Reverse that process. Thank you, yeah. Chef Gary. So this is easy. Within 30 minutes or less, you'll have yourself some shortcut barbecue chicken utilizing Campbell's condensed tomato soup. And with that tomato soup, honey and mustard and onion powder, it sounds like a great combination. It sounds wonderful. Easy and affordable. Exactly. Well, especially with the 99 cents a pound. So we'll be bringing the Campbell's books up from time to time. Wow, that's amazing. Your program. collection of cookbooks. Probably, well, I know they, it, uh, it outbeats mine now. <laughs> well, I have an addictive personality, and yes, that even includes cookbooks. Yeah. Uh, folks, it is time for Chef Gary's Did You Know Facts, which is going to give you an opportunity to win a $5 little general gift card. You can get five pounds of chicken leg quarters with this gift card. Correct. How about that? That'll get you 4th of July cooking well. Uh, so, Chef Gary, 101010. Now, keep in mind, you listen to Gary's State Facts. You call 7690600. You answer one question, and this gift card is, is yours. Um, and uh, today, I'll give you the option to pick it up so you can use it this weekend. Correct. Or if you wish, we can still mail it out to you. Correct. So, Chef Gary, 101010 is your topic okay. of today. Well, I gave it away earlier. Today, uh, the topic is, did you know facts about July and July 4th? So, with that, Jeff, did you know? I don't know how you come up with these. Oh, I'm telling you. Did you know that besides being the National Pickle Month, July is also National Ice Cream Month, Blueberry Month, Hot Dog Month, and Picnic Month? I'm telling you. I could see picnic month. This is the this is the month where you're spending time with the family and you're eating well and you're having a great time. Uh, did you know, Jeff? The birthstone is the ruby. No, I did not know that. Ruby, 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 ruby. and uh, the uh, flower is the water lily. And the zodiac signs are Cancer and Leo. Mm. I'm a cancer, by the way. It reminds me. Good morning, Leo Allard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, um, during the month of July, uh, the Independence Day is celebrated in the United States. Not so much in England. Uh, no. <laughs> but Venezuela, Argentina, Belgium, and the Bahamas. Wow. I did not know that. Which is a, a big news to Venezuela that they're independent. Yes. <laughs> and then July. Now, we're going back to the July's uh, birth zone, the ruby, that is associated with commitment, love, passion, and integrity. Oh, isn't that nice, Ooh, huh? Yes. <laughs> ruby, ruby, ruby. <laughs> now, that's interesting. I wonder what mine is. Uh, I'll have to look that up. What what traits are tied to what is your the month? emerald what is your uh, month i don't want to confuse okay. the uh, contest okay but that's an interesting tidbit that you yes. added into the uh to the yes zone. Uh, i mean commitment love passion integrity hmm. yeah that sounds like me <laughs> oh yes <laughs> so that well integrity uh, does thank you uh, passion uh, i wouldn't know uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> okay so those are just some of the wonderful things in july uh, that we have. 
All right, so 769-0600 right now. All lines are open. And if you call that number and you are the first one to answer a question correctly, you have a $5 Low General gift card, which, again, can get you five pounds of Chicken leg quarters this Whoa. week on sale. All right, let's give them a little uh, something here while we uh, while we do uh, get into uh, the uh, phones. We'll be right back. We got two on the line, Chef Gary. I am uh, ready. Let's see if we can award this. Now, this is not Radio Jeopardy. You don't get the question in advance. The second caller might if the first call is wrong. But, Chef Gary, you now have a contestant on the line. Good morning. You're on the air with Chef Gary McLaughlin. Yes, thank you. Hello. How are you? Fine. And yourself? Oh, good. Very good. Now, what, what's your first name? Lulu. Lulu. Okay, Lulu. Wow. Last time I heard Lulu was uh to uh to serve with uh with love. <laughs> she what? sang the song. Lulu. Okay. Uh sweetheart, on the yes. uh uh when I mentioned a lot of things for the month of July, I mentioned that uh there's a lot of activities and a lot of food in that month on a national level. Can you give me one of those items? Ice cream. Oh, you got it, sweetheart. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> now, which reminds me, yes. Yeti's ice cream on sale, five ninety nine for forty eight ounces at all the general locations. Call it. That's called the Segway. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Great. So, uh, hold the line. We'll get some information, and then uh, uh, you have the option of uh, having it mailed or delivered, uh, or you can come here and pick it up. Excuse me. I'll pick it up. Okay. Very All right. Good. Well, in that case, Lulu, we're going to let you go. We have it right here for you. We're open uh, weeknights at least till 6 p.m. and Saturday morning, 7.30 to 11 a.m., okay? Okay. Hey, See you uh, later. Lulu, I have a question for you. Yeah. You, uh, uh, I take it you, uh, you, you love our show and you enjoy it. Do you really enjoy it when I sing? Of course. Oh, she's a great, great lady. Lulu, have a great July. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, Chef Gary. Well, that does that. And we'll uh, move on here with yes. the program because we have some ground we wanted to cover. And uh, we thought we would uh, move to the world of desserts here. Uh, and one of them is a new cookbook. One of them is a returning cookbook. But uh, this one here is one of my new ones, Chef Gary. To get any party off to a good start, just send out Fritos, the good king-size corn chips. And for just wonderful dunking, a savory dip that gets its special creamy rich goodness from Philadelphia brand Kraft's famous fresh-tasting cream cheese. First, we're going to cream this 8-ounce package till it's nice and smooth. Then we'll blend in two 3-ounce portions of Kraft's imported Louis Regal Roquefort or Kraft blue cheese, which we've crumbled, and about a fourth of a cup of milk. The complete recipe for this piquant Philly dip is printed in this little booklet that's attached to every king-size bag of Fritos. Just remember, the very best-tasting party dips are made with the freshest-tasting cream cheese. Famous Philadelphia brand. Guaranteed fresh when you buy it or your money back. That's Kraft's promise to you. As you wake up this morning... 
to Philadelphia brand cream cheese. Such a moving song for cream cheese, isn't it? <laughs> I, think I, I think I put a lot of emotion behind oh, that. Oh, I'm music. telling you. Um, and Philadelphia cream cheese, of course, uh, I guess the, the biggest name brand in cream cheese uh, here in the uh, States. Oh, yes. Yeah, Philadelphia yes. cream cheese, you can get at Little General Store. Yes. Um, yes. And uh, this book offers both um, the baked cheesecakes and no-bake cheesecakes. Oh, nice. The one we're going to talk about today is a baked cheesecake. So we're just going to offer uh, what they produce in the book as six easy steps towards a successful cheesecake. Nice. Uh, number one, for baked cheesecakes, first prepare crust by pressing the crust ingredients into the pan. In this case, it's a mixture of graham crackers, crumbs, sugar, and melted margarine. And bake the crust while you prepare the cheesecake batter. Oh, nice. So you're nice. going gonna to get that in the oven first. Uh, you're going to combine the cream cheese and sugar mixtures at medium speed on an electric mixer. But when it comes to adding the eggs, they vary depending on the cheesecake. Beat in your eggs one egg at a time. If you're going to flavor the cheesecakes, beat in flavorings as well, such as melted chocolate as well. But uh, do the eggs one at a time instead of all in bulk. I'll use a spatula to scrape that cheesecake batter into the springform pan. By the way, we're all they're all using springform pans okay, here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, bake uh, bake for the time given on each recipe, and then move to a wire rack to cool. Uh, loosen the cake from the rim of the springform pan, which I have one now. Thank you, Mrs. Bouchard. Uh, <laughs> use a thin metal spatula to separate that. Yep. Uh, insert the spatula between the cake and the rim of the pan, and run it around the inside just a loosen it and allow the cheesecake to cool completely. Loosen the spring fastener on the side of the pan and lift the rim of the pan straight up in order to separate it. Make sure you're going straight up. Any lean is going to damage uh, the sides of your cheesecake. And then you're going to place it on a serving plate and garnish as desired with whichever it might be. It could be whipped cream or perhaps some other topping. Uh, we're going to offer you some tips on no-bake cheesecake when we do a no-bake cheesecake. But today, we're going to do a baked cheesecake. It's called the Heavenly Dessert Cheesecake. Oh, nice. And we're going to make one little twist for 4th of July so you get your red, white, and blue. Here are your ingredients. One tablespoon of graham cracker crumbs. One cup of low-fat, either 1% or 2% cottage cheese. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Two 8-ounce packages of Light Philadelphia brand, which is available, cream yes. cheese, at um, Little General Convenience Stores. Two-third cup of sugar, two tablespoons of flour, three eggs, and again, add them individually, individually one at a time. Okay. Two tablespoons of skim milk and a quarter teaspoon of almond extract. I'll skip the almond extract. I'll substitute vanilla. Nice. My nice. nice. Uh, um, so here you go. Lightly grease the bottom of your nine inch spring form pan. I didn't even know what it was when it was given to me. Now I do, and I've used it twice already. Oh, very good. Uh, dust the bottom with crumbs and remove any excess. Place the cottage cheese in a blender container, cover, and blend it on high speed until it comes out nice and smooth. 
in a large mixing bowl uh, with an electric mixer, combine that cottage cheese that you've blended uh, as well as your cream cheese, your sugar, your flour, and mix it at a medium speed until blended. Again, add the eggs one at a time, mixing well after each addition, and then blend in, lastly, the milk and the extract, whether it's almond or vanilla, and then pour that into your, uh, your pan, your springform pan. You're going to bake it at 325 for roughly 45 to 50 minutes until the center is almost set. The center of a cheesecake appears soft, but is, it firms on cooling. So you don't want it to be full solid in the oven. That means you're overcooking this. Correct. Correct. Um, loosen the cake from the rim. Again, using that thin metal spatula, you can go around there uh, once you do unhook that, that spring lock. And then cool it before removing the rim of the pan. Very important reason there, because we'll just... Exactly. That's technical kitchen talk there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. <laughs> uh, chill, chill garnish uh, with, uh, now we're going to substitute the raspberries here. Uh, we're going to use uh, blueberries as well. Oh, nice. So to get that red, white, and blue for 4th of July on the outside rim of that wonderful heavenly dessert cheesecake you've just made, you're going to top it. You can, you can eat, I would substitute, choose between raspberries, I would go raspberries and blueberries. You could go strawberry and blueberries. Yes. But it'll give you that nice red and blue uh, rim around the cheesecake. And of course, the cheesecake itself acting as the white, you get yourself a nice red, white, and blue dessert. Beautiful. Just alternate raspberry, blueberry, raspberry, blueberry. And maybe if you want, you can put a little fresh mint leaf in the center of that. Now, it's about 15 minutes of prep time plus the chilling. Altogether, it's 50 minutes. If you want to add a uh, a, a little bit uh, a different uh, mix into it, again, you could go the strawberries and the blueberries. But I think I would go with the raspberry and blueberries. Oh, and gorgeous. One about these cheesecake recipes, they don't appear difficult. There's a method uh, that goes along with it, but it is easy and not overly expensive to make these uh, Philadelphia cream cheese cheesecakes Beautiful. right in your home for a delicious 4th of July dessert after you've done grilling those great pre-made hamburg patties of the Hummel Brothers skinless hot dogs, beef kebabs, or even a sirloin steak. I'm telling you. This would be a welcome dessert. Correct. Outstanding. I'm thinking Outstanding. we got time to slip in one more dessert, Gary. Oh, okay. That's great. Uh, and it's going to be hot, so why not? Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Let's go. Yum, yum, yum. 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 Yum, no, you have to taste it to know what a marvelous flavor Jell-O really has to offer. Your first shimmering spoonful of Jell-O will give you the whole story as nothing else can. You'll taste in it a gloriously rich flavor. Yes, a flavor that calls up the pleasant memory of sunny summer orchards and berry patches. A flavor that's locked right into Jell-O by Jell-O's exclusive process. This new process makes Jell-O better than ever. Gives you extra richness, extra pleasure... Prove it for yourself. Open a package of Jell-O. Notice that there's no telltale aroma. No sign of escaping fragrance and flavor. Then dissolve the tiny Jell-O particles. 
And notice how Jell-O's captive goodness comes gushing out in a flood of wonderful richness. Get Jell-O tomorrow and enjoy the added delight of swell, tempting flavor locked in by Jell-O's new process. And this is a, a sparkling lemon ice dessert. That's going to be a treat on a hot oh, 4th of gorgeous. July. The picture he showed me is absolutely gorgeous. But if I assume, Gary, you can use other flavors. Uh, lemon, orange would be oh, delicious. Correct. Can't go wrong with cherry. No, not Everybody at all. I loves that. So uh, we're going to, the recipe here calls for lemon, but of course, you could uh, likely use your Any own. flavor you want. Yeah. And what's interesting of this is it uses a seltzer. We've talked about this in the past. And again, uh, depending on if you are changing the flavor of your Jello, you may want to change the flavor of your seltzer to go along Correct. with it. Correct. But and we do sell flavored seltzers at Low General, as well as Jello brand products. Correct. Uh, Correct. The big red letters Jello you'll find at the store with the big red letters Low General. Yes. Uh, by the way, he went with the red shirt and black apron today, if you're wondering about the visual. Uh, so you're going to need a one package of Jell-O brand. We're using lemon here. And the nice thing here is this is also sugar-free. Oh, nice. So you Very got that good. in mind. That's great. But again, you can mix and match your own flavors. Yes. One cup of boiling water. And instead of the cold water, you're going to use one cup of cold seltzer. Nice. Flavored. In this application, we're using lemon lime seltzer to go with that wonderful lemon yeah. jello. That's great. Uh, three tablespoons of fresh lemon juice and some uh, grated lemon peel, what they call the zest of the peel. Nice. Uh, completely dissolve the gelatin in that one cup of boiling water and then add that one cup of cold flavored seltzer. Add in the lemon juice as well as the zest from the peel. Pour that into eight or nine inch square pan, cover and freeze it until firm. In the freezer, it's about three hours. The refrigerator would take a lot longer. Correct. <laughs> so use the freezer here. You'll have it ready in about three hours. Remove it from the freezer. Let it stand at room temperature for 10 minutes. Why? To soften it slightly for the next step. Because we're going to make a nice, icy, delicious dessert here. Uh, once it softens in the room for about 10 minutes, beat it at medium speed with an electric mixer. Or you can process it in a food processor to make it smooth. Then get out an ice cream scoop or a serving spoon and ladle some out. Spoon it and scoop it into individual dishes. You can drop a little fresh fruit in there to complement nice. it if you wish. Nice. And you have yourself a very easy, low-cost, but very satisfying frozen dessert, including some of your favorite um, favorite flavors. That is absolutely wonderful. You might go with a, a cherry jello, and uh, you might even still stay with that lemon lime seltzer if you go with the sure. with the cherry. It wouldn't hurt. Well, you, you could you know you you could have a rainbow jello and just go for it and have. A great time. Have a great time. Yep. Make it uh, different flavors. A scoop of each uh, of each. Uh, and it's so cheap to make. Why not add a few extra flavors to it? Exactly. Those? Exactly. Um, a very easy frozen treat that'll satisfy after your meat on the grill. Well, Chef Gary, that's going to bring to close another edition of Recipe for a Good Day. You got time for one more recipe? If yes, you have one. I do, Jeff. A recipe for a good day. A warm smile. A good laugh. And a great meal. Jeff, 
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, heading back to the kitchen. I am. All right. And we'll uh, let you go. And, of course, wish all of you a very happy 4th of July from everybody associated with Recipe for a Good Day. That's Chef Gary, myself, and, of course, all the uh, franchisees of Little General Convenience Correct. Stores. And we thank you for making them part of your holiday shopping needs. Thank you, Jeff. And take care. We'll do it next week, though. What do you think? Oh, I'm going to be back. Another edition? Yes. All right. So uh, thanks for being with us. Recipe for a good day. Don't forget, if you missed this or any past editions, you can go to littlegeneral.com, and you can actually uh, check out for yourself uh, right there the recipes on littlegeneral.com. Look at the bottom. You'll see listen to recipe for a good day, and that will put you at the page where you can write the recipes down at your own speed. Uh, correct. All right. Thank if there's you. something you want to hear us talk about or, or cover, just send an email as well to askthechef at WNRI.com. That's all one word. Askthechef at WNRI.com. And we'll cover your topic on an upcoming edition of A Recipe for a Good Day. As always, we say bon appetit. socket.